Welcome to the Sports MVT Insider, a platform where we are unrelenting in covering our women in sport. And of course, we absolutely love celebrating those big and those small moments as well. But today we are focusing on the sport of track and field, athletics as some might call it. We've got an absolutely phenomenal athlete joining us today. Her name is Justine Palferman. Justine, how are you doing today? Hello, and thank you for having me. No, I'm doing really well, thanks. And I'm glad that we could finally get this going. Yeah. Definitely. Thank you so much for joining us. And of course, we truly appreciate your time as well. But I would like to start off here. Before we jump into the athletic conversation and talking about all your amazing achievements, let's take you away from track and field. Who is Justine away from the track, the field, the training? What do you do for fun? Sure. <laughs> what do I do for fun? Um, I think for me, it's just I like to be with my family. I like to be with my husband. I like to be outside um, and just relaxing. So whether it's wine tasting, which I do enjoy, or just going to the beach or even just being at home on the couch, as long as I'm with the people I love, then I'm having fun. Um, obviously, there's the track side of my life, but I also then coach. I also work at a school for part-time as athletics manager, and I'm also studying. So there's a lot of parts moving in my life here. Ah, absolutely beautiful. Let's talk a little bit about your journey as a young athlete. I know that you fell in love with the sport of swimming as well as field hockey before you actually started focusing specifically on athletics. Tell us about those sports and why you love them so much. Oh, I think like Growing up, sports has just been a major part of our family. My mom and dad met um, on the track, and that's how they fell in love, and then they got married. My mom is a swimming coach. She's also a hockey coach. My dad was my athletics coach. So there's just so yeah, – our family is just in love with sport, and I think it was then easy for me to just fall in love with sport as well. And like hockey, it's just it's a team sport. It was fun. You're with your friends, swimming. I who doesn't love being in the water? So, I mean, just sport in general, I just love doing it. And I think being competitive also helps um, with loving to do a sport and yeah, just show your talent. Oh, absolutely beautiful. Let's talk a little bit about when you started to focus on athletics, but more specifically when you decided to specialize in the 200 and the 400 meters. Tell us a little bit about that journey and, of course, that decision. Okay, yeah, sure. Like, I think I started running, I want to say at the age of under nine. And that's when you're just doing the 60, the 80, then you realize you're a bit better at the 80, then you go to 80 and 100. As you get older, the 100's better. Then it's 100, 150, then it's 100, 200. But I was always better at the longer events. Um, and then obviously it goes 200, 400, and then there is 800 up but they, yeah it stopped at 400 I realized this is where I, I meant to be these are my events um so I don't specifically say I think you ever choose your events I always feel that your events chose you um and it just yeah on the journey I realized 200 400 it there was no specific reason it was just the, the items I was given <laughs> you know yeah definitely the items that chose you some might say hey yes <laughs> <laughs> Let me take you back to 2009, and I think this is a very special year for you, and you'll remember it quite fondly, the World Youth Athletic Championships in Italy. Tell us a little bit about that overall experience, especially because it was your first major international appearance. 
Yeah, no, this took me back. I had to think, yo, 2009, it's been, it's been a journey since then. But I know that was my first time flying internationally. Um, I was really privileged that my parents could be there and be there for, like, through the experience and watch me compete. And just traveling with the team, um, you know, my teammates, I can, I can even remember just sitting in the eating hall. Um, you know, it, was, it was so incredible. And it was a start. I, you know, I want to even think I came fourth overall day but it was just an incredible opportunity being able to run in Italy it was my first time there you hear about all of this the different culture the different scenery just everything was incredible about it and you know it just made me more motivated to make more teams over the years absolutely beautiful I'd like for us to focus on being a junior athlete because so often we talk about development 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 and how important it is but why is it so important for junior athletes to compete at international championships no I think for me specifically what I what stands out the most is when you get to senior competitions it is daunting the crowds the experience the people you're running against when you get lower down, your juniors is also big crowds, the competition, but you have that opportunity to feel how it's like. If you get overwhelmed by the pressure, it's okay because you still have many more years ahead of you. You get to realize how you cope under the pressure, under the competition, under traveling, um, yeah, how you experience everything and you can learn from those experiences. And then throughout the years, I mean, it's not always just going to be better the next year. But with those two years under and all of that experience, then you move on and you go to the next. And all those experiences and all those, you know, everything you learn from, you just keep using and as building blocks. And by the time you get to senior competition, it's not so scary. Um, you're used to the core room. You're used to not having your coaches there when you warm up or having your family sitting in the crowds. Like you, yeah, I think it's just, it helps you build and grow into the athlete you need to be for when you get to senior competitions. Definitely. Let me take you back to 2013. Now, this is the year when you were just 19 years old and you made your debut at the World Athletics Championship. Tell us a little bit about that feeling, because I'm certain achieving the next level of your growth was also quite exciting. Yeah, I think oh, if I think back to 2013, um, there was many new things that year. I started at Stellenbosch University, so I left home. It was a new coach. There were so many things that were new. And then for me to still be able to make a team like that and to go to, to World Seniors, it was just incredible. And yeah, just, yeah, it was just, I think it was, it was Russia. Um, just the people I got to meet, the athletes I traveled with, I mean, it's just like you're 19 and you're with the best in South Africa. Um, so it was just an incredible journey. Just like, yeah, I, it was just incredible. I know I can't even really remember how I ran because I think for me, I may have made a semi-final in the 200 or could have been the next champs. But it wasn't really about how I ran, but about having the experience and being with those athletes and being one of the top athletes in the world really to be able to qualify and be there oh absolutely beautiful let's focus on on being a student um you mentioned earlier um starting your journey with with marty's as well but specifically let's look at the world student games why are these games so important for student athletes no i think they are great because obviously you're competing against people who are in the same 
or experiencing the same things as you. They're also going to class. They also have to do assignments. They also have to find time for the track. They, they also have to do recovery. You know, you, you everyone's like-minded and you get to experience this together. And with that, you also, I, well, I found student, uh, the world students to be sort of like a mini Olympics. You get to live in a village there are all the other countries living there with you. You get to go to eating hall. All the countries are eating there as well. You have like the different stations they have at the Olympics. Like there is, um, I don't know, there was Chinese food. There's this, there's sushi, there's pizza. There's, I think my first world students, there was even a McDonald's in the eating hall. So you get to have sort of that same experience, maybe at a lower scale as you would. Um, living in the village, seeing how it would be, like they have a games hall, they have like, all the activities for you to do. So it's sort of like the next step is going to obviously the more like the Olympics, but you get to have those experiences and you get to do it also while being a student um, and against, you know, just people who are like going through the same experiences, I guess. You talk about the Olympic Games and I would like to focus on the 2016 Olympic Games when you made your Olympic debut. And I also know that you dedicated these Olympic Games and your performances to somebody very specific. Tell us about this person. Sure. I can't remember exactly who I may have at that time. But now when I look back on it, I just, it's my parents, definitely. I mean, they sacrificed so much to get me to where I am in my life. They would drive us from Ishawi, um, which is in KZN, to Bloemfontein uh, or to Poch or to Germiston or wherever we needed to be, they were there. They were in the crowds. They, we went to Wataki Town to buy me my first pair of sparks. Um, they were at every competition, if it was raining, if it was hailing, anything, they were always there. Um, and they also put a whole fundraising committee together so they could get my coach there and my doctor there, that they could be there um, with their little t-shirts on in the crowd. So it was definitely, for, you know, it was definitely my parents. And then obviously my family supported me as well there. And then my, he was my boyfriend then, my husband now. He was also there. So they were all with me throughout the whole journey. So, yeah, I definitely was my parents, yeah. Absolutely amazing. Let's talk a little bit about the club that you are a part of, the Marty's Athletic Club. What makes this club your home and so special to you? Yeah, there's so many things about Marty's Athletics, but it's definitely the people. It's the people I've met along the way, the people that were strangers that became friends and are now like family. Um, it's the people that you know will always be there on the side of the track if you need a hug or you need a chat or you know, if you're crying, they are there, they know what you're going through and they've always been there for you. So for me, it's definitely the people that have been with me on my journeys. Um, yeah, th those, I think those people that I had a training partner, Shane, um, I kept forgetting her name at the beginning. I was very English, she had a very Afrikaans name, so she became the blonde girl, but now she's like my best friend, one of them. And she was on like at my wedding, she was one of my uh, bridesmaids. So from going from completely not knowing her, not being able to remember her name, to now having such a great friend from there. So it's definitely the people. Um, yeah. Oh, absolutely beautiful. Let's talk about your journey going from athlete to coach. What motivated you to venture into coaching? I think 
Yeah, coaching is difficult <laughs> just in general. I wasn't really sure if it was ever something for me. But what I enjoy is the journeying with the athletes. So I know as a young athlete what I struggled with, the pressures I went through, how I maybe the anxiety or the, what I experienced before a race. And I want to help younger athletes or seniors to also not go through that same experience. So if there's something that I can pick up on or some wisdom that I can give to prepare them or just to help them along their journey, that's definitely, I think, why. It's more to help um, athletes, you know, just so that they have a better positive experience throughout it all. Um, yeah, so that's definitely my motivation. Definitely. Let's talk a little bit about that moment when you finally hang up your spikes and you decide <laughs> that I want to retire. How would you like to be remembered for? And especially looking at your competitive career as an athlete. Yeah, uh, this one is hard because I think you, as an athlete, you, you want results. You like to win. There's the championships. But I think I want to be remembered for more than just my achievements. Yes, there's been incredible achievements along the way. And that is part of athletics. But I hope that I made an impact on somebody's life. If I help them carry their bag or help them with their blocks or was just there if they needed someone to talk to. Because I know I'm very focused. Um, on races but that's more just me challenging my anxiety and just trying to stay in control that i'm often very quiet and very reserved but i hope that i could have just been there for someone who needed me and i was when they well when they needed someone that i could have been there you're locked onto the sport mbt insider a podcast for unrelenting coverage of women in sport i absolutely love diving deeper into the journeys of our athletes coaches and administrators to get to know them a little bit better than we do. Coming up this Wednesday is an interesting round of quick fire questions, a great opportunity for some good laughs and some great banter. Keep it locked onto Sport MVT where we celebrate our women in sport.